Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed. This is the second part of my conversation with Logan Fine. Uh, the first part aired last week. This conversation lasted very long, and because Logan and I are just two good friends uh, that have been friends for a long time, we did not realize that we'd been talking for about two hours when we recorded, so I decided to split it up into two parts. Before I play the rest of the conversation, please follow me on Instagram at James P. Crowley. Follow me on Twitter at James P. Crowley 68. Visit my website, jamespcrowley.com, for all your information. Here's the second part of our songs for getting casually intoxicated let's roll. Uh, but let's roll along <laughs> based on what you thought about the last one i'm very curious <laughs> uh my next pick was party and bullshit by the notorious b.i.g yeah. I was a terror since the public school era. Bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing asses. Smoking blunts was a daily routine since 13. A chubby nigga on the scene. I used to have the trade deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack, lounging black. Smoking sacks up in acts and sidekicks with my sidekicks. Rocking fly kicks. Honeys want to chat, but all we want to know is where the party at. And can I bring my cat? If not, I hope I don't get shot. Better throw my vest on my chest, because niggas is a mess. It don't take nothing but front for me to start something. Bucking and bucking at niggas like I was duck hunting. Dumbing out just me and my crew, because all we want to do is... So this one, actually, I vibed with a lot more because I felt like, I mean, it's hard to explain, right? But there's sort of, there's something about the multiple voices that came in um, (laughs) when the fight breaks. (laughs) Maybe that is that what's going on? That's what it's supposed to be. (laughs) Well, he has the line right before it. He's like, and a fucking fight break out. And then it's a fight. And then like, he just goes, can't we just all get along? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no, th- that's totally fine. <laughs> well, well, it's one of those things where uh, it's so hard to explain, right? Because they're both that similar genre. But I feel like because it, it's more in that hip hop direction, um, right? Where it's a little bit like energized, yeah. Um, in a like in a way that's, and again, I guess going to the multiple voices, right? When when you have a chorus and more voices join in, there's something that, that's like in the human experience that you know makes you want to join in too yeah. and, and the the two things that this made me think about when i was including this um there are two big mashups of this song that mm-hmm. are very popular one is this song with the thomas the tank engine theme song <laughs> and it's good it works yeah. the other is this song with party in the usa by miley cyrus oh, which i, I think is another too. song that i could have picked for this yeah. playlist very yeah. easily um this this one was hard to narrow down i'll admit like yeah but like that sort of like even though like there's like lines about you know gun violence and doing drugs and stuff like that um it is still at its essence a fun song and even that chorus yeah. of all you want to do is just party yeah. and bullshit <laughs> yeah. is exactly what you want to be doing and yeah. i even think that some of the more intense lines um are things again sort of like with a little 
excuse me, with the Lil Uzi Vert song, it's like one of those things where like when you're hanging out, vibing with your friends, you maybe want to catch the one line mm-hmm. where like you're hanging out and then like, you know, you and I are having a con- conversation and then I hear it and I'm like, seven Mac 11s, eight thirty eights. And then we go back to the conversation <laughs> without really acknowledging the fact that I yeah. just felt like I had to rap those <laughs> two bars or whatever. And then there's always that one guy singing the chorus by himself, you know, just yeah, having a grand time. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, and like you know, there there are a number of biggie like party songs that could have picked. Yeah. I just figured that like this one kind of fit. And that. I think he just has that flow and that there's just you know that sort of ineffable quality that's just it, you just vibe, you know. Yeah. And, and it's going on, and Biggie just knows how to make something that people like. Um, and again, you know, putting that in during like you know sitting on the lawn, having the beer, that's playing. Like, that, for me, during the day, doesn't interfere as much as the uh, the little Uzi uh, or the... That's fair. You know, yeah. type stuff. I like. also feel like a lot of, like, classic hip-hop, like, stuff from the 90s yeah. is stuff that has s- entered the, the cultural atmosphere in the sense that everyone knows those songs. Yeah. Um, where, like, if you hear, like, California Love by Tupac Come On... Or like nothing but a G thing by yeah. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, you're it's gonna come on and you're just gonna kind of be like, oh cool, you know, yeah. I know this, you know, and it, it, you know, the same way like you wouldn't bat an eye if like a Billy Joel song came on. Yeah, yeah. Just and and Piano Man was a, a hot candidate for this list, <laughs> but it's there's it's one of those like almost like too good because it's like such a Piano Man is a very Piano Man to me is a night song. Um, yeah, yeah. It's also very sad in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um without like like subtly so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's in the lyrics. It's what, nine o'clock on a Saturday? Yeah. And, and you know, it is that sort of vibe of you're getting ready to go out yeah. as opposed to, you know, you're you're already, you know, doing your thing for the day. Well, so. I also end up thinking too, the other thing about Piano Man is it disrupts the vibe because like mm everyone just stops and starts singing along yeah. to it. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Too much of a standout. But that's yeah. that's our bonus song for the list. <laughs> well, we'll get into, uh, uh, what's it called? Honorable mentions in a second. And All I'm right. having problems unlocking my phone. Um, but your next pick yes. was Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, and I say it's alright. Little darling, it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Little darling, it feels like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun. Yes, just uh, I I can't describe it as anything other than just like a feel good song, you know. 
Um, just the riff, the chorus, and you know I'm a big Beatles fan. Yes. I know that you are not so much. Uh, I mean, um, I <laughs> I love the Beatles. I I'm just more particular and a little bit more critical of them. Yes. I feel. Um, he, I he's going to say he's a fan on air, but <laughs> well, no, I try not to be the person that's like the Beatles actually aren't as good as yeah. people say they are because they are. They are. They're a great band and they have so many great songs. I just also am kind of like, <laughs> well, if we all took a break from talking about the Beatles, we could talk about other great music. That <laughs> this exists. is true. This is true. Um, but I mean, you've got another Beatles song coming up, but with yes. this one in particular, I see what you mean and how it fits. And like, I probably wouldn't bat an eye if it came up at like yeah a party or whatever. I really don't like this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> like of yeah of well, many popular Beatles songs, this is definitely one that. I, stands out to me as like one that's super popular that I don't really like. Yeah, well again, I, I would I'll admit too, as a Beatles fan, you know, this isn't something that I put on to listen to by myself. Yeah. Um it's just there because it's got that positive energy. Um <laughs> and there's something to be said about that where some songs maybe aren't made to be listened to. They're made to be shared, you know, and you know obviously listen to <laughs> Right. Know, no, I, sense, I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. I yeah. I don't know. For me I'm just sort of like I don't know. A lot of like the Abbey Road stuff I don't mm. love in particular. I'm yeah. much more of like a Sgt. Pepper revolver yeah, type guy. Yeah. Um, Very specific sounds, um, which yeah. is like one of the more interesting talking points. But. Yeah, I think that like Abbey Road and Let It Be are just a little bit too. They're, you know, they went back to being more of a pop band. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even those two records are still like very good pop music just not particularly my favorites in those catalogs even though they both have songs that i really enjoy (laughs) i'll force you to do a a 10 Beatles songs playlist once on (laughs) well granted at this point it was a few episodes ago but um i did that three-part boy band girl group episode with uh, emily and the we it ended up being second when we actually did the episode just for convenience. But the first song I put on was a Beatles song, oh, so right. you know because the Beatles are the first <laughs> boy band. That's true. And I mean, and then all the like the monkeys after them, and yeah, well, I didn't put a monkey song. <laughs> I think they only have that one that Neil Diamond wrote, and then I don't know if anyone knows any other monkey songs. <laughs> I'm sure there's some diehard fans who are <laughs> very upset about that statement, but uh. <laughs> but let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is "She" by Green Day. She screams in silence. So Green Day song I expected. Um, was there a Green Day song you 
thought that well, I would pick? No, I, I guess I feel like I didn't have a particular expectation, but I know Green Day is, you know, one of your favorite all-time bands. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I figured it would pop up somewhere uh, in some form, but this is just one of the ones that I'm not super familiar with, so... Yeah. Well, so cuz again this was me kind of going for a vibe. This is a this is a relatively popular Green Day song. Oh yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not Basket Case. Mm-hmm. Um but it's from Dookie. Dookie is or Dookie. Um I got into arguments <laughs> with people, not arguments. <laughs> Frankie once texted me about this um and was like uh Frankie Becerra texted me mm-hmm. on an old very early episode and he was like is that how you pronounce Dookie? <laughs> and we ended up like getting into a little bit of a debate about it. Oh, no. <laughs> I like a little, but like we did like an Instagram poll, and I say Dookie. Mm-hmm. Most people say Dookie. Yeah. Um, but I have no opinion on this. But so. That's totally fine. <laughs> I'm rambling. But no, I figured. I figure a lot of Green Day songs could come up on this, mm-hmm. just sort of because they're all kind of throwbacks. Yeah. But I also end up thinking that most Green Day songs are a little too high energy for this mm-hmm. vibe. And a little distracting in that same way like Piano Man would be where it's, yeah. you know, people would want to stop and, and listen to it. Yeah. Um, um, where this one, even though, excuse me, it has a lot of the tropes of the Green Day songs that I love. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, this is one that I love too, but it has the tropes of your American Idiots or Burnout mm-hmm. or Basket Case or Longview any song on this album it's a little bit more hushed mm-hmm. billy isn't singing as like you know forcefully and you know it's almost mm-hmm. a ballad while still being a pop punk song okay if that makes sense yeah i, I feel that like in in the sense of like what green day was doing at the time this is like yeah. green day's ballad <laughs> <laughs> um and i figure it's like something that like because it's from that classic album, it can sort of play and just be, uh, you know, something that, like, some people might recognize, some people might not. Some people might be like, is this Green Day? Mm-hmm. But it's also something that you don't necessarily need to be like, okay, we got to stop and listen to it. Yeah. And, and it is sort of unrecognizably Green Day. Um, but again, I'm not super familiar with it. So it was just interesting. It was good because, you know, I should always <laughs> listen to more Green Day. Um, but yeah, again, just knowing, I guess it makes sense too, because, you know, you being as big a fan as you are, you would know the stuff that I don't know. Right. Um, Cause I don't know. Well, this is also <laughs> like a classic album. I could have yeah. picked like a song from Nimrod that might not get as much recognition, but I think when you, when you talk Green Day, the two albums that people know all mm-hmm. the way through are, um, American Idiot and Dookie. Um, okay. and with Dookie, you know, it's just older than us you know yeah. or it's about the same age as us it doesn't yeah. matter 94 um yeah, and <laughs> so you kind of sit there and you think like you know we might not recognize it but maybe if we were like guys in our like mid-30s we'd be like oh yeah you know i yeah. grew up on this album so i know this song yeah, yeah you know I, even I, if i, I don't that. know a song off of insomniac yeah <laughs> but yeah let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, um, which is Stereo Hearts featuring Adam Levine by Gym Class Heroes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Make me your yeah. radio and turn me up when you feel low. This melody was meant for you. Right Sing there. along to my stereo. Gym Class Heroes, baby. 
If I was just another dusty record on the shelf, would you blow me off and play me like everybody else? If I asked you to scratch my back, could you manage that? Like if we had chicken travy, I can handle that. Furthermore, I apologize for any skipping tracks. This is the last girl that played me left a couple cracks. I used to, used to, used to, used to, now I'm over that. Cause holding grudges over love is ancient artifacts. If I could only find a note to make you understand, I sing it softly in your ear and grab you by the hands. Keep me stuck inside your head like your favorite tune. And know my heart's a stereo, the only place for you. <laughs> This was the poppiest I wanted to get because um, I, I mean, it was one of those things where I feel like if I went too far down the pop route, it was going to be just, you know, hits from whatever year um, that I was fond of. This one is actually more of a high school vibe for me. Um, yeah. Because that's when it came out for us. Um, and it's again, it's just this like sweet vibe. Um, you know, there's there's a little bit of that like rap element to it, but. It's like, well, so funny, when we talked about rap, there were different points when I was thinking about rappers that could have been included. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that do, like, kind of an alt-rap sort of thing that yeah. I felt could have been things. And this is sort of like that, like, slow flow, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. without being, like, intense yeah. that I think fits. And for me, there's no specific associated memory, which because a lot of it's just so blurred together that time um, in life. But it's there's something like this, like youthful energy that I have, you know, attached to it, and also just the the overall positivity. I don't really know if other pop songs were doing it at that time, but you know, for me, it's it's sort of stuck in my um, sphere of thought when I'm trying to you know put together something. Obviously, this playlist. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> It, you know, it's just something for me. I think, you know, this is why I'm a big Bruno Mars fan, too. Where it's like sweet and simple. Um, I'm actually a little surprised you didn't include a Bruno Mars song on this. Because I feel like there are a few that fit this vibe. Yeah. Well, so he would, but it's one of those things where I feel like him as an artist has such a specific sound um, because he's so. Oh. Oh, yes. Um, he, as an artist, is very vocal-focused. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of his songs tend to lean away from the overall vibe, although, you know, things like Just The Way You Are. Um, and, and, and a lot of from Duops and Hooligans have very, like, soundy sound to them <laughs> and that are that vibe. But it's that's just, like, there's something more specific to it that I feel like isn't as chill out and, like, you know, outdoorsy. That's fair, um, yeah. Right. The only thing that I can think of off the top of my head is the lazy song, yeah, which is also yeah. kind of a goofy song, yeah. And I think that that would be an honor- honorable mention, um, but it's one of those things where there's so many that I thought of that actually just didn't pop in my head at the time. Um, so now that you say it, I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, totally <laughs> would. Um, no, I. Uh, so <laughs> we're at the point in your playlist that I had a lot of like contention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I really hate this song. Really? And because okay. I hate, I don't like Adam Levine at all. That's fair. I like can't, <laughs> and it's not like a personal dislike of the guy. It's that I really can't <laughs> I stand his voice. <laughs> oh, interesting. No, I okay. really don't like it. I don't like, I can't name a single song he sings that I like. Okay. Um, and 
listening to this, I tried to like see if I liked it mm-hmm. because even I was thinking like I don't mind gym class heroes, um, and I don't uh, you know there's you know I've seen Travi McCoy DJ mm-hmm. and I've seen Travi McCoy do like guest spots for Fallout Boy, yeah. Um, so I was like maybe it's that, but even like. I end up feeling like the chorus and the verses of this song are mm-hmm. two different songs. Okay, that's fair. Um, and there's a line at one point when he says, I hope you'll never leave me behind because good music can be so hard to find. And I'm like, yep, this song proves <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Uh. But like, I, at the end of the day, though, if this comes on and I'm like out, I'm not going to be like, yeah, oh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, no, I really don't like this. Yeah, well, because it's weird because I haven't listened to this song since, I mean, possibly since high school. Yeah, but again, it just, you know, trying to build this vibe in my head, um, it came right up. Um, and it's one of my first things, actually. I know that my playlist isn't in any particular order, right. um, which I do kind of wish I could have constructed it a little bit more to have like a flow to it. Yeah. But again, it's I just that. Flow to mine. <laughs> <laughs> if you play mine first yeah. to end, <laughs> you can tell I'm trying to do yeah. something. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do better on the, the second round if, if we do another episode. <laughs> but um, no, I think just, you know, again, you know, picturing myself in a chair, my friends are around, you know, someone's playing cornhole, someone's just yeah. chilling, you know, just that vibe, you know, positivity, you know. And and a lot of it comes less from the lyrical content, more of just whatever soundscape they're creating, yeah. um, which is why I feel like a lot of the Bruno Mars stuff actually wasn't super what I wanted because yeah. just something about that sound wasn't there. Well, I end up thinking the thing Bruno Mars does best, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is write great love songs yes, and romantic absolutely. songs. And I think that a lot of those, his emotion and feeling gets pulled to the forefront. Yes. And even... You know, with songs that are a little bit more fun and silly, like like something like Uptown Funk, mm-hmm. it's still partially about the cult of personality of Bruno Mars. Yeah, and he's someone who you listen to. Yeah, you know, as opposed to someone you put on the background. Yeah, and you know, obviously he's doing a good job at that. <laughs> um, I accidentally just closed out of Apple Music, but That's let's right. roll on in to my next pick, which was yes. Sink Floor to Sink by Against Me. And we sing, and we 
dogs pulled in. Panic was lost in a... Yes. Um... Oh, actually, I'm, I'm having a little trouble remembering this one. So that's kind of fair. This, <laughs> I, I mean, I love against me so much. This mm-hmm. one, I just, I figured there wasn't enough punk in this playlist <laughs> for right. it to be a my playlist. Yeah. Um, but with this song, I end up thinking that like, excuse me, it's kind of like a folky sing along. Okay. Um, and it's not necessarily one that like you need to know. It just kind of like fits that sort of vibe. It, 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 like it's hard to describe anything else other than like vibes in this okay. like category, just because like with against me, they're from Florida, mm-hmm. obviously, um, and just sort of the way that you know they were always a very in-your-face punk band. Mm-hmm. The early records are very like. <laughs> I feel like some, I don't know if they can if it's picking up the oh. siren or oh, not. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about um, that. Just because I know that it's loud. So if there's a yes. siren at this point, why? Right, so we we take a little break. Yeah, we'll take. Yeah, we'll out. take a breather. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One second. A pause for commercials. And we're back. Um, there was a fire alarm or something going many, by. Many cops sure. passed by. Um, they won't know because, <laughs> as far as they're concerned, it was instantaneous. But but it was crazy. Let me tell you, it it actually stopped more or less as soon as <laughs> we turned it off. But we both peed. You listened yes. to Sink Florida Sink. Yes, I did. Just um, to refresh up on. So it. while <laughs> while you were playing it, you were like, "I remember why I don't remember <laughs> yes. this song." So can you explain? Well, that? so first off, this is a classic um, song that I only know because of Jimmy. <laughs> Um, no, but but the way I would describe this is, if this were live music, I would totally be loving it. Um, it's just not one of the things that necessarily sticks with me because um, I'm not necessarily a fan of it. Yeah. Um, and it was my first time hearing it, so yeah. Um, you know, which is the hardest I think way to remember anything is just sort of the brief. Because how long is a song really? Like three minutes, you know. Usually this one's even shorter. It's like two something. Yeah, it's very um, short. It's a very quick song, and it's very good. Um, but it's just one of those ones that for me and the like. I, I guess you know I've heard a lot of you know acoustic guitar with a guy singing over it music. Um, no. <laughs> oh really? Uh, lead singer of the band is trans. Uh, she wasn't oh. out uh, at okay. the time this record came out. So oh, okay. you're fine. It, it, <laughs> honest mistake. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, just felt the need to correct you. Nope, absolutely. Um, super cool. And again, you know, live music, I'd be super vibing with this. Um, and totally fits in the playlist. Yeah. But again, it's one of those things that yeah. I'm not necessarily listening to, but I'm just enjoying the vibes. Yeah. Well, that was kind of why I picked this. Because, like, I love Against Me, and Against Me have so many great, mm-hmm. you know, powerful songs that are, you know, angry, political, in-your-face punk rock songs. Exactly mm-hmm. what you'd want from this, yeah. you know, from that sort of band. But, like, I figure if you're just kind of hanging out with people and you want something kind of low-key that still has a little bit of that punk energy mm-hmm. but isn't necessarily, you know, like, white crosses on the front lawn, I want to <laughs> yeah. smash them all. You know, you're just sort of like, okay, I could put this on and mm-hmm. just relax. And I think, you know, the song's called Sink Florida Sink Against Me is from Florida. I think that it really kind of 
captures the sort of like lazy sitting on a beach sort of feeling yeah, that I yeah. think that this whole mood kind and of is. That even plays into the way the guitar is played in the song. Yeah. It's just, you know, that, that sort of strum rhythm that like... It's like a punk Jimmy Buffett song. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't like Jimmy Buffett. Okay. <laughs> so, but no, like, <laughs> yeah, no, but I, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, and yeah, and, and I think that sort of lazy vibe, because there's something inherently lazy. I think about the vibe we're going for, where, um, you could get up, but you won't. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is Fly Like an Eagle by the Steve Miller Band. Yes. I could not, for the life of me, remember if this is one of those songs that you absolutely hate. Um, um, we've spoken about this song relatively recently. Like, I yeah. think we spoke about this. I want to say in maybe like June or July okay. or something. Yeah, and we. I have a distinct memory of us walking at Leonard Park. Okay, and um, you playing the song for me. And maybe uh, me being like, I know this. I don't really like this. Yeah. But I don't really like. But like, I don't hate it either. It's one of those songs that I think um, we. I think we have a mutual friend who also just like hates it. It's it's more controversial than, than I'd expect. Well, I've definitely met people who are not a fan of it. Um, for me, I love the groove it gets into. Um, I think. I mean, the, the synth is very nostalgic for me, um, the way it sort of, you know, that, that it climbs up. And it's very a standout noise. Um, but I also think it's that perfect cross of that entire, like, you know, if you're getting crossfaded, you know, it satisfies kind of both stuff I going on. I <laughs> can see that. And this is another one. Sort of like the Luke Bryan song where, like, if mm -hmm. I'm out and about and the song comes on, yeah. I'm not going to complain, yeah. you know. But it's not something I'm ever going to go out of my way to listen to. Yeah, um, but this is a song that I definitely do listen to. Um, right. And I love the groove that it gets into. For me, it's just boring. And, like, <laughs> yeah. no offense. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, too... It almost feels... Listening to it almost feels like it's the type of song that would get played in, like, a dentist office. Even oh, though it has the groove and it has all that yeah. stuff, it almost it reminds me a little bit of like the Eagles, a little bit, yeah. And like I hate the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, that's definitely a band that I hear that a lot about, where it's just sort of you either are for or against. <laughs> yeah, um, and like you know nothing, nothing really against this song, just yeah. besides the fact that I don't really like I it. I think it's almost uh, I forget what year it came uh, out in. It was like a '70s song. Yeah. And it's sort of that cross of like, I'm sure in the 70s, it was like, 
a jam, and that's oh, why we still listen possible. to it today. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's not necessarily the strongest like guitar like band band music, and yeah. it's got these synth elements, but it's not necessarily utilizing them to a full effect because it was you know newer. Well, what I end up thinking is it's kind of like boring singer-songwriter type song because Steve yeah. Mi- it's the Steve Miller band, so Steve yeah. Miller's the focus. And even, uh, granted, I don't even know if he's actually the singer on this, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of those things where, like, if I'm going to listen to a singer-songwriter, I want someone with, like, great lyrics or, a, yeah. excuse me, or, like, a great instrumental, and in my opinion, this doesn't have either. Because well, this, this almost falls in the category of, like, Steely Dan, um, but yeah. I feel like Steely Dan might just be a little bit better. Um, yeah, and it's tough because I think it's almost like uh, the Seinfeld effect, where you know when it came out, it was probably you know cutting edge and and doing you know really cool stuff. And I think for me, it still holds up. But I do feel like there's definitely stuff that you can compare it against and be like, you know, right? People, have I feel evolved. like it's something that like people of our generation just there might be too much of a disconnect. Yeah, where it's almost something kind of like Peter Frampton to some extent. Okay. Where, like, I don't really like Peter Frampton that much, but, like, my dad loves Peter Frampton. Oh, okay. But so, like, I'm kind of left to wonder, well, when we're parents in our, like, 50s, 60s, you know, with kids that are our age and yeah. we're <laughs> just sort of, it's a weird thought to have, right? Just, I mean, how trashy some music we have. <laughs> well, just to kind of be like, okay, well, hey, this is an artist I love, PP Cocaine. This was the rage. And they're like, dad, what is this boomer shit? <laughs> when when you're jamming out, when you're sitting here rocking chairs and the anal cunt, and <laughs> <laughs> I was never a big anal cunt fan. <laughs> oh. I was we, a- we're all closeted anal cunt fans. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm an anal cunt fan in the comedy sense. <laughs> but even something modern like WAP, it's like you're gonna have to think about. I mean, there are kids today who listen to it, but like there will be kids born 20 years from now yeah. that'll be like this is like classic rock. <laughs> they'll yeah. be like okay mom and dad and, and granted I you know there is a lot of dirty you know almost you know borderline vulgar stuff in classic rock especially you know as you get to the yeah. more wild guys but I feel like there's something classic and maybe this, this is the nostalgia but I feel like you know at least the lyric like it was wordplay you know it was like always alluding to it not necessarily I, sometimes not <laughs> all, I, I don't know I always yeah. I always to the people that are like always like oh hey look at a song like wob versus like a led zeppelin song i'm like look at the fucking lemon song squeeze <laughs> yeah. my lemon babe juice is dripping down my <laughs> <Yeah>. leg <laughs> Fuck off. but but again you know at least there's artistry in the, not, uh, the really. <laughs> not really we all know there's, exactly there's what you're talking minimal about. effort put in as opposed to the direct <laughs> but, but again i you prefer know, direct That's yeah and I, I think that speaks to also the evolution of art where you know the empowerment of you know sexuality and sex positivity and you know especially women's sexuality it's yeah. just interesting because you know there's you know the part of us that i feel like there is that like oh the, that music could be trashy or whatever but um well i think i think it depends on what it is because i end up thinking that like it, i don't know i like i hate the memes that are like Mm-hmm. Oh, we take a song like Bohemian Rhapsody and compare oh, yeah, it to like yeah. beyond, uh, like the lyrics to Bohemian Rhapsody are yeah. alongside the lyrics to like Single Ladies, and I'm yeah, like they're yeah. trying to do one different things, yeah. But then yeah. to be like, oh hey, look at how much effort this this was one person, and there were three people writing a Beyonce song. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, and and it's one of those things where there's still like you know really incredibly talented you know people writing deep and meaningful lyrics. 
Um, they're not necessarily in the pop industry, um, you know, right. pushing out. Well, I also think that album. there, I do think that there are people that do it. I think it's just the fact that there are also just different rules about songwriting and stuff now. Too, oh yeah, absolutely. Where like, I think Eminem's a perfect example of someone who, you know, isn't relevant necessarily in today's vibe of what you know rap and hip hop right. is, but still, you know, are great at what he does. Right. But the trend, like you know. Things progress and things move forward, yeah. and I'm not going to pretend to be on the cutting edge of you know music. Um, but well, I end up thinking too. It it always just varies, and it depends on like who's doing what and who's doing things. I think about like you know when you have like uh, you know ever uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is the popular thing because Freddie Mercury wrote that right, yeah. and that's a Freddie Mercury song, but like. When I interview like a band or something, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I'm interviewing one person in the band, sure. I'm interviewing usually like the lead singer or guitarist or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, so you write the songs, what's that like? And they're like, well, yeah, I'll write the acoustic version, and I have like the chords, and maybe mm-hmm. I have a riff or something, or a solo or anything, and then the band comes in. And then, you know, Logan writes his drum parts, you know, Billy writes his, you know, bass mm-hmm. parts and stuff like that. Yeah. Or they're like, or they add and adjust to it. Where I'm like, well, yeah, I think that Bohemian Rhapsody is written by Freddie Mercury because that was just the way it was at the time where yeah. I'm sure Brian May had input. I'm sure, yeah. you know, the other two guys in that band had input. I'm sure the producer had some input. Yeah. Where now you just have to credit, you know, whoever. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, what a good example is um, Beyonce has the song um, I'm forgetting the title but it's like hold up they don't love you like I love you um, and that's a line by the yeah yeah yeahs uh, wait they don't love you like I love you mm-hmm. and she had to credit the yeah yeah yeahs because <laughs> she's like well that one line wasn't mine, but yeah. this song has four songwriters on it, so those are four additional names to tack on, even though she's just like, I just want to use that line. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, and I could and be wrong about all of this, <laughs> for the record, but I don't know. I hate the meme where it's just like yeah. and I a think day that's in the life always, lyrics versus, oh, yeah. you know, WAP. And, you know, I think... I think that would be a better comparison since I would argue that that's like definitely much more like poppy, like Beatles being a pop like icon um, the way they are. But, you know, it's just too easy to write something off because it's new and different. Um, And, you know, in that example of 20 years from now, you know, <laughs> we'll get way trashier. Um, <laughs> but but in the sense, well, the thing that's not, funny, not seriously, <laughs> I, I'm sure you're not on TikTok, right? No, not yet. So I'm I'm on TikTok, and one of the things, that, do you know the band Falling in Reverse? No. So Falling in Reverse, their lead singer is an edge lord. <laughs> like, there's not really a better way sure. to describe him than the fact that he's like, well, I want to say yeah. things that are gonna like rock the boat and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But so he has, so like a lot of their lyrics are very like sexually explicit. Mm -hmm. And now there's become a trend where it's like people thought WAP was dirty and they're dancing to (laughs) like a falling in reverse. Yeah. And I imagine, you know, probably how controversial Nirvana was, you know, in in that type of stuff. And now it seems so tame by comparison. And, you know, I think definitely the sexual hangups we have as a culture um, definitely both influence the popularity of, you know, something like WAP. Because it is such, 
it's now this beacon of i guess controversial music <laughs> as <Right>. it were <laughs> i actually I, i'll tell you later <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I, I just like you know i always worry about like but anyway, that was fly like an eagle. <laughs> we got a good tension in there. <laughs> Let's keep on rolling along. Sure. My next pick was August by Taylor Swift. Yes. Are you sure? Never have I ever before. But I can see us lost in the memory. August slipped away into a moment in time. Cause it was never mine. I really, really like this one, and I think it, you know, sort of hit that perfect mix of I want to listen to this, um, especially later when I get home, um, but also put that thing on a playlist, and it just fits right in. It's, yeah. it's super nice. Um, Taylor Swift's just good at what she does. Yeah. <laughs> I think that a lot of this album could have been used for this. I yeah. chose this song specifically for the line, um, August slipped away like a bottle of wine. Um, oh yeah, which uh, in the the current <laughs> climate, um, which is the 2020 pandemic, um, yeah. most people that listen to this are going to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> shortly after, in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, yeah. that's but still going. Just on. in case someone's going through the archives, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but this album came out in like July or June. You yeah. know, very relatively recently. Yeah. Um, and uh, you were telling me about uh, the the pitchfork. Situation. Oh yeah, the controversy yeah, and things. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, I fell in love with this album when I first heard it. Going back, excuse me. There's definitely some stuff that, you know, I don't like as much. But I think that this song for this sort of vibe just works because it's it's light. It's in the background. It's not something you necessarily need to like mm-hmm. have in your face. But also, it's just sort of the type of thing that, like, you could, you know, put on and vibe, you know. Yeah. And it's, again, you know, that it's it's hard to explain. It's like that ineffable, you know, you either get it or you don't, you know. But right. <laughs> and again, we're on the same page with it, which is yeah. so nice. And this is, <laughs> it's not the type of song that necessarily, like, distracts. Like, yeah. They're... Taylor is a great songwriter. She has so many songs that do yeah. different things. That yes, and definitely itches. that could distract. But yeah. this was this was something that, like, if this just comes on and you're not really paying attention, you're not going to be like, oh, you know, the same way yeah. you might with, like, Shake It Off. Yeah, but it's still, like, it's one of those things where if you hear it, you're like, kind of want to know more about what's going on here. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, like, the type of song that might be like, oh, hey, what is this? And I'm like, Taylor yeah. Swift, Taylor Swift. Right? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was with a little help from my friend. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song and I'll try not to sing out a key. Oh, I get by with a little help. 
were out of the point of contention on your playlist. Yes. Well, so this one I was a little torn on because I feel like it is sort of a little bit just left of center of the the specific vibe, but it is just such that positive, like, you know, I mean, it, it's just a timeless classic of, yeah. you know, I, I feel like the more I say about it, you know, there, there's just, there's not even that much to say about it. You know, it's like everyone kind of knows why this song works. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up thinking about oh, when I was listening through to your playlist for the first time and mm-hmm. the song came on was, um, have you seen the movie Across the Universe? Yes. Um, do I'm, not, I'm not a rem- huge fan of it, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but do you remember the scene with this song in it? Kind of. I remember it's, like, not... No, I, I like, very loosely remember it. Um, I do really like the version of this song that's in that movie. There's okay, not okay. every version of the songs in that movie are good, but this yeah. one I thought was very good. And yeah. it's very much in the vein of what we're talking about where yeah they're a little bit more sillier there's a little bit more of like a driving like a little bit more distorted guitar in it than there is yeah. in this version but it's just guys hanging out having fun dudes yeah. being bros yeah. and you know just kind of hanging out being like all right we're like sliding down a banister we're like hitting golf balls off a roof yeah, yeah. you know and i'm like oh that totally encapsulates encapsulates this and i think that that same thing kind of does it with this yeah and i think just you know speaking about sergeant peppers and and the presentation because um this is almost presented as if it were like a live you know you know the way they introduced billy Shears. it's supposed to be like a a concert yeah and and it's just you know it's sort of that that approach to it also i think lends itself to fitting into something like this where um because it's almost this, the vibe that they're going for, you know, it sort of it comes through yeah. that next layer um, without getting too into the whole Sergeant Pepper's you know, <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Explaining what it is. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where I feel like the less I say, the better, because it just, you know, it is what it, it does what it does. And, you know, I, I think for everybody, they have a reason why they like the song. I haven't heard anyone say they don't. I'm sure there's people who <laughs> can yeah. make a convincing argument. No, this but. is this is one of my favorite Beatles songs. There was a point yeah. in time when this was my favorite Beatles song. Yeah, it's not anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fair. But but like there there was a point in time. It's it's great. Yeah, yeah. Especially you know if you're with your bros and you're just you know <laughs> maybe you'll sing along. <laughs> Um, you know what this ended up making me think about too a little bit is there's a guy I follow on TikTok mm-hmm. and he does like men's fashion type things. Oh, interesting. Um, and he does like other things like he'll talk about like whiskey and stuff and he talks yeah. about like, but one of the things he's been doing that I really like is toasts everyone should know. And they're all these mm-hmm. sort of like, he He said it on live stream once. He was like, realistically, you want to memorize like two or three and you mm-hmm. just could whip those out at times yeah, and yeah those are all sort of things like um you raise a glass and you're like you know may our children have rich fathers and beautiful mothers oh. and <laughs> you know or like uh i'm trying to remember i can't remember any um <laughs> but i haven't uh, that's the only one i've memorized yeah uh but you know or they're like you know uh 
you know, if I was a duck, you know, blah, 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 mm-hmm. ducks swim, ducks, etc. you know. Yeah. So, but I'm not a duck, so let's get fucked up, you know, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. So, like, I think those are fun, and that's kind of what this song makes me think of in, like, a 2020 lens. Yeah. Of being like, okay, okay. I'm a 26-year-old man that yeah. hangs out with my friends a lot. Yeah. Well, because it's got that sort of classic sweet vibe, you know. Yeah. Um, it and makes me want to like raise a glass and like drink with my friends. Yeah. So so this is a complete tangent, but something about the the toast uh, made me think of this. A lot of people who I talk to are not familiar with the expression um, "the face only a mother could love," <laughs> which really, is, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I guess that catches me off guard because it's it's one of those uh, you know ways of politely describing your friend who <laughs> isn't very attractive. <laughs> yes, was yeah. not blessed <laughs> in the facial department. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> weird. I don't know. That's that's odd. But figured it should be one of those things that everybody knows. <laughs> well, that and the, sort of like the saying like, "Oh, he's got like a face for radio." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I first heard that in college, and someone got me with it, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, man." <laughs> I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> Don't worry, radio doesn't uh, exist. It's all podcasts yeah. now. <laughs> it's been thoroughly disrupted. Sometimes there's videos. Oh, true. This whole setup makes me wish that I did video for the podcast. Yeah, if you get like a nice, like, you could even set up like one of those nice, yeah. um, oh, I, like DSLR or something like that. Like, I, I, I'm probably saying all the wrong letters, but, you know, just a nice wide angle for that talk show style. Um, but let's roll on into my next pick, which was Club by Kelsey yeah, Ballerini. Like my friends, yeah, I like tequila. I like putting on a dress and dancing with my feelings. I could be the life of any party. I can play along with Which uh, I mentioned very early on, but yes. the um, the anti good vibe song. <laughs> I well, so so th- this was kind of like a double. This was sort of similar to the Kevin Devine song, where it's mm-hmm. like an anti drinking song while still yes. kind of being a drinking song. I think that like the tone and like vibe of it, like sonically, fits with this. It's interesting because I don't know when this song came out um, this year. Okay. There was a year, there was a year of like this vibe of like the anti-party party anthem, and one of the ones yeah. that sticks out to me, I think it's black and red. Um, my know. eyes are black and red. The the chorus is all my friends are wasted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I hate I know this. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's oh, fuck. Emily loves that song, and I don't remember. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it really does describe. You know, and, and and to get, you know, not hopefully not too deep about it, but like that idea of like there's, I think, an issue of identity where, you know, especially in current times, I think it's extra relevant where people whose identity are shaped around, you know, this um, oh, yeah. party I'm culture. Oh, yeah, party person. Yeah. And then what happens when you a, get tired of it or you can't and you have yeah. to actually confront like, oh, what do I do with my time? You know, and, and right. 
And I mean, I, uh, you know, I, uh, I do think that that's a very real thing. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Because, I mean, even though, like, I do think there was a point in time, not necessarily that it was my identity that I'm like, oh, mm. I'm a party person. But I do think that there was a point in time when yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone expects me to get fucked up. And, you know, mm. I need to do this yeah. all the time. Yeah. Know? And, uh, you know, it's not healthy. It's not, it's not good for your mental health. It's not good for yeah. anything. And, you know, and I had people that were worried about me and, yeah. you know, and it ended up weighing on me because I I do it. Yeah. <laughs> really, the only person that expected it of me was me. Yeah. Well, but there's also, you know, if you participate in a culture that sort of um, prioritizes image and, you know, public appearance, and I, I guess you could argue like the socialite identity. Yeah. Um, you know, there is sort of that you're expected to be at, you know, events or parties right. or, you know, you have that FOMO, you know. And there's the romantic notion of, you know, of being a drunk or yes. being, you know, a drug addict where you're yes. like, you know, I always think of uh, the Mark Marin joke when he talks about, you know, oh, you know, back in the 70s, if you went to go see the Rolling Stones and Keith Richards was too fucked up to play, mm. people would just be like, ah, that's Keith. He was yeah. too fucked up to play. It was great. Yeah. You know, where now, you know, even though there might still be an expectation to be like, oh, hey, you know, this person was absolutely shit faced. Yeah. You know, it's much less pretty than it. Yeah, well, so I think Kanye is a perfect example of, you know, even, you know, recent recent behavior. People are now sort of like, I think this guy's like suffering, you know? Like, well, yeah, well, because, <laughs> I mean, in the sense where like, you know, it was a meme where like Kanye yeah. is this and Kanye is this and everyone would be like, Kanye's crazy. And, you know, not necessarily that he has like drug or alcohol problems, but mm -hmm. he definitely is suffering from a form of mental illness. Yeah. From what I can see, you know, I can't say that definitely i'm not a therapist but yeah. you know it seems like it and a lot and i mean he's talked about being diagnosed with it too yeah and it's you know and he's not really confronting it and then he'll just go on these twitter rampages where he doxes the editor editor of forbes and you're yeah. like what the fuck yeah and uh, you know but you're also like yeah that's kanye <laughs> yeah you know, and you have to kind of <laughs> confront okay when is this healthy and when is this not i yeah. love kanye's music and i love i love my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which has come from his biggest public fuck up ever yeah but like is it worth it on him as a person and it, it's tough because i think you know escapism has is is not something new for humanity yeah. um but you know there is a lot of you know especially i don't want to say um oh, i'm about to sneeze oh no um for people who because it's easy for me to be like, oh, well, people who don't have hobbies or something, you know, and, and sort of create that like in-group, out-group. But, you know, most people on the planet participate in some sort of uh, a form of drug-related escapism. And it's tough because especially our generation has so much anxiety um, that we're now more yeah. aware of. But, you know, there is this sort of over, like there's so many things looming over our heads, um, both, you know, with climate change and you know regardless of what you believe in there might still be that stress of just you know work things coming up like what our future is going to look like well there's very much the idea of and a band i like spanish love songs on their most recent record sings about this very mm -hmm. you know vividly and very to the point i think where they just kind of say you know 
well, yeah, you're always going to be poor. You're never going to be successful enough to, you know, even though they're in a band where that's their living, they're making mm-hmm. money. And before that, you know, the lead singer was in the film industry. But, like, you know, you're doing what you want, but also you're never going to make enough money to feel comfortable. Yeah. And you're going to always kind of have this underlying anxiety. And not that they necessarily sing about, you know, the, excuse me, the drug and alcohol, you know, escapism that, comes with that sometimes but yeah. it is very much so you know a thing that we don't talk about and address enough yeah. um and yeah and i think to loop it back to this kelsey ballerini song yes I which think, i think is really really good <laughs> yeah it's uh, i love this um yeah. i need to she put out two records one i think is an acoustic version of this record okay. which i need to check out yeah but like I think that she does a really good job of, in this song in particular, because she has other songs that are just kind of like about drinking that are fun and silly, Um, I think sort of addressing like, well, hey, you don't always have to go out and party and rage and end up Mm. fucked up on the floor of, you know, a club well i kind of got the vibe that it's you know she's trapped where it's like she doesn't want to but she still will be because i i felt that way even recently you know it's just sometimes you're in too deep already and you kind of i feel like the cycle can sometimes be you're already there and that's when you realize like you want out but you keep only realizing that when you're in too deep well yeah i've i've always felt that (laughs) when like I feel like I've gotten a little bit better and like getting older and having girlfriends has always been, yeah. has now been <laughs> a good I'll excuse sober you up to real not quick. do things. <laughs> um, having work and girlfriends and stuff. But like, you know, I would have it where like back when I was working at like a country club and being mm. like, oh, hey, you know, I could go out every night of the week because yeah. like my job isn't really real. Yeah. And like, Let's say, you know, I went out and got fucked up on a Thursday night and I wanted to stay in on a Friday night. Someone would be like, hey, do you want to go out tonight? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, you went out last night. How come you can't come out tonight? You didn't even go out with people last night, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, or like, you know, you went out with your work friends last night and got wasted. How come you can't come out for one drink tonight or something like that? And then you end up in a vicious cycle. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I would just say I would not put this on your uh, pump up list <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, so just circle back. <laughs> this got very serious <laughs> over this one song. I think vibe wise, I think this works. <laughs> and what I will say that I think works about it that's fun in this sense is when you're hanging out, day drinking. There's always someone <laughs> that maybe wants to take it a little further, yeah. <laughs> and is like, "Hey, you know." Like, usually that person's me. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, it's Sunday, but, like, you know, we could go to the bar after this. Let's yeah. go to the bar at, like, 7, 8 o'clock. It'll be fun. We'll go for, like, two hours, get yeah. fucked up. It'll be fun. And you just kind of want to be like, well, I don't want to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, that's how I tie it into I, I just picture a bunch of, you know, bros. Who, they've worked hard on their summer bodies. They're just getting warmed up. You know, they're getting the day started. They're just having a good time in their, their backyard. And then this song comes on. They just start thinking a little too much. <laughs> you know, one of them puts their shirt back on. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But so lyrical content aside, let's yeah. say this was all la-las for sure. lyrics. Do you think that it works? I'm not sure. I'd have to actually listen to it again because I think I, I think it's very vocal focused. So I, I immediately listen to what she was saying. I think that chorus is hard to not hear. Yeah. 
But um, let's uh, let's bring this on home with our last two picks. Sure. Your last song was September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, this episode won't come out till October. This this one was sort of a last minute swap in for something else. Um, but it, it's just again that classic vibe. Um, you know, hard hard to explain. But same with like Come On Eileen. It's like you know, kind of everyone knows. Um, you know, it, it stood the test of time. It's that energy that like it's, I, I'm I'm bad at describing. <laughs> no, I think things, like. But I mean, I get what you mean, where, like, it's funky, it's fun, yeah. it's upbeat. Um, it's not very lyrically focused, even though people know the lyrics. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's something, too, that, like, if it comes on, you're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, this is a song yeah. that I like. And then, <laughs> But, like, you're not necessarily going to be distracted from other things, yeah. I think. And I think in this song in particular, like, the trumpets and, and sort of the, the fanfare aspect to it, it's just, like, a very, like... It almost like makes you happy. Like it forces yeah. you. <laughs> it's very upbeat. And yeah, fun. and it just brings it. You know, it's like it just does such a good job. Um, and it, again, it's one of those where it's like I feel like the less I say, the better. Because you know, when when you're in this classic realm, it's sort of it's spoken for itself. Yeah. Well, this is such a huge song. It feels like everything that's been said about it, yeah. everything that needs to be said, has been said. Yeah. That sums it up. <laughs> um, let's bring this on home with my last pick, which was Ha Ha by... song for the for the life of me i can't remember it might have been on the scott pilgrim soundtrack um it's like definitely like a class it, it's i loved you far yeah 
I can't remember it. Um, but it's, it drove me crazy because I like the vibe in this. Um, but I've never heard of this artist or this song. Before. Yeah, I so I'd heard of Dead. I haven't really listened much. This album came out in July. Oh, um, okay. So it's very recent. Yeah. I only I had gotten an advance at the time that it came out, but I don't think I checked it out. Yeah. Um, or if I did, I didn't really give it much of a listen. My editor sent me a message uh, last week and was like, hey, have you listened to this Dead album? And I was like, <laughs> I haven't. He was like, rectify that. And uh, right. I checked it out <laughs> and I was like, and uh, well, so <laughs> admittedly, I was like, I feel like this would be great for the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um if we had one. <laughs> right. But I was like, but I don't feel like it's, but I feel like it's doesn't necessarily fit now that it's fall. And he's like, it's still warm out. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of like this, like Joan Jett era, like something about it just like brought me to that place. And I don't know why. Um, and maybe you can speak more to, to that. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't speak to Joan Jett <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in that sense. But I don't know. I think that it's just kind of like, it feels like. So here, I guess here's where I show <laughs> negative things that I don't necessarily like about a lot of like indie rock. This is like good indie rock, <laughs> and like it's good to just kind of like hang out and vibe to, and like you know not necessarily think too much about. But like I don't really have a lot else to say about it other <laughs> than like oh hey I could listen to this and like chill. Yeah, and I think that just kind of speaks to the fact that like I've been a music critic for you know different periods of time and Mm -hmm. done different things where sometimes i hear a song and i'm like i feel like i have a lot to say about this and usually that Mm -hmm. comes from artists that i love and know very well yeah um but it doesn't always yeah (laughs) i I think i'm just gonna power (laughs) since it's the last song i'm gonna power through it um and when it comes to like new artists a new artist needs to be it needs to say something that I think is relevant for me to feel like I have something to say about it. Yeah, well, you know, it's like that expression, you have your whole life to write your first album. Um, right. And, you know, if, if your first album is just good enough, you know, that's great. Because, you know, I, I would like to make the argument that music doesn't have to always be exceptional. You know, there's something... Right. Well, doing a good job is a, you know, a good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you're trying to break into, say, the industry or the scene. Well, what I end up thinking a lot about is there are a lot of artists that I listen to that put out... Um, this this kind of speaks to being a music critic more than it does mm-hmm. necessarily to being, you know, a music fan. But there are a lot of artists that make good music. Mm-hmm. Like, good music, very good music. Yeah. That... You know, might not necessarily be for me, or I might really enjoy. Yeah, but I don't necessarily have a lot to say about it. Yeah, and I, I think also with music like that, it's tough because if you're going to listen to something, right, that takes like time out of your day, like y- you make a choice, right? Yeah. Um. Whereas if you were there live and that's what came on, or if it comes on the radio, you might like it. Right. But what? you know, separates it to the next step where, no, this is something I'm going to choose, you know, as what I want to listen to. Um, and I think we had a few songs like that on this list where we like them when they're on, but we're but not, not going necessarily to them gonna, Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because you probably get this a little bit, too. I get there are certain songs that I only listen to when I, like, run. Yes. I, I um, totally get that. And then I'll try to put them on, like, casual listening, 
and it feels kind of weird almost. Yeah. And I'm like, did I just listen to this song too much when I was like out on runs? Yeah. Well, I I have that with like workout music, yeah. um, especially from college. There's like there's like sport music, um, and it almost sounds like you know. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you watch a lot of ESPN, but like, you know, that kind of like sound. No, I get um, what you mean. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's like a genre that I was sort of surprised to like deep dive into. But, um, you know, it's it's music that it's like almost because like some people listen to like rock and stuff to like work out. But like there is that like specific sport training vibe music you know th- the lyrics are about yeah. working hard putting in the grind and stuff and i was thinking of like live to win by paul stanley oh okay i'm thinking of um oh gosh it's by nelly the heart of the champion that's like such a classic like you know if you're not working out to it you know what are you doing yeah. and again when you pull back and you're trying to you know maybe you're reading and you want to put something on the background it's not right, there you're like, you. i don't want to put disturbed <laughs> on while yeah. i'm <laughs> trying to break down this idiom and and that's you know genre is you know like that where i i think we sometimes forget like you know think about um, well, sometimes something's nice to listen to and we just don't necessarily and yes. maybe you don't necessarily have like a strong attachment to it yes but you still enjoy it yes i think that's a perfect way you know, of saying it. every piece of music you like doesn't necessarily have to be like near yeah. and dear to you yeah well for example like in a movie right there might be music that's perfect for that scene yeah and, like it elevates it to the master level, but it's like you might not go listen to it later, you yeah. know. <laughs> or like you'll hear it and you can only associate it with that scene. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, this is amazing. I end up thinking a lot about and Grant. This is a very good song on its own, but Freebird by Leonard Skinner mm-hmm. and the closing scene of The Devil's Rejects. Oh, I actually I haven't seen, seen that movie. Oh, the clo- I don't want to. It, it's uh, the last <laughs> scene, so I can't, and it's a spoiler, so I won't I, say it. But well, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> watch Devil's Rejects, and uh, I'm sure if you go on YouTube and you type Leonard Skinner Devil's Rejects, you'll be able to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's a great use of Freebird, <laughs> 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 just because it's so good and like it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of dark and kind of sad and mm-hmm. like I don't know. That's such a good song. Yeah. All right. But yeah. Um. So you've kind of said a few throughout, but do you have any honorable mentions? Oh, I mean, like, almost... What was the last one that you said you'd almost put? I mean, al- almost all of Pablo Honey was a contender. Um, okay. Which, That's interesting. Yeah. First Radiohead help. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the only person I know who likes that album as much as I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think it's because it's, like, for me, like, lots of people have that vibe album from, like, other artists, but I think that's just the one that landed for me. And Yeah. Why do I need another one of those? <laughs> so, <laughs> but a lot of them, like Lurgy's one that comes to mind, like it's that soft, like I, I think he just has that soft voice with that energy behind it. And I think, you know, the the analysis of, you know, our lists is that, you know, ultimately the mainstay, like core value is something with energy. You want a little bit of like know. a pump to it, but yeah. not necessarily something that like, is going to take you out of the moment. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I would say soft energy, if that makes sense, yeah. where it's like, you know, just enough background music with a backbone. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, we'll change change the list title and post. <laughs> no, it, it'll be casually <laughs> intoxicated. Um, but yeah, among that, the honorable mentions, I mean, it's tough because I'll, I'll think of some as soon as we, you know, we turn off the yeah, recording because yeah, yeah. narrowing this down to 10... Um, was I think the hardest because you know you wouldn't make just a ten song playlist um, for this type of thing. This is like you know you, it's your day. Um, yeah. And 
you know, different people will have different opinions and there's going to be like, oh, I want to put on this song, you know, people right. will jump yeah. in and out. So um, more country songs. There was a song called uh, Something About a Truck, which uh, is a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, <laughs> I, I think you can take a guess about what that song's <laughs> Is it about a vehicle? Uh, it might it might include <laughs> lyrics about a vehicle somewhere in there. <laughs> um, you know, potentially some Taylor Swift stuff. Um, yeah. And, you know, as I think of more, it's just going to keep popping up because it's. I, I like this genre because it is weirdly specific enough that it sort of we came to a a similar conclusion and then also wild enough that there's always like oh man like that would fit in perfectly definitely i can't think of any (laughs) mentions off the top of my head (laughs) i chose the perfect tense well yeah now that like i don't know yeah I don't know like well because there were definitely ones that i like added and took off Mm -hmm. um but i can't remember what they were (laughs) <laughs> now which is funny i could think of like like some brian fallon songs and stuff and some yeah. like gaslight anthems some springsteen you yeah. know but like again that it ends up feeling like the billy joel sort of thing where like oh if i put on thunder road by springsteen everyone's gonna be like oh this is thunder road yeah or born to run but this whatever. is also the perfect playlist to put that s- that lesser known stuff that yeah you, you can know. put like some stuff from nebraska or something yeah. yeah and you know you might even have a friend be like hey what's that you know yeah well, so. that's kind of what you want, where it's like the right mix of like recognizable and yeah. not necessarily. Yeah. Um, and I think that's you know w- with the Green Day choice you made, right? For me, I would be sitting there, or even Taylor Swift. It's like this sounds like Green Day, you know? This sounds like yeah. Taylor Swift. What what's this one? Yeah, you know? exactly. All right, well, Logan, thank you for doing this. And thank you for having me. I'll jam out with you next time. Yes, Bye. absolutely. <laughs> What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out of key Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends Gets high with a little help from his friends Oh, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends what do I do when my love is away? Does it worry you to be alone? How do I feel about it? This has been a Lug Hole Podcast.